And welcome to a brand new spanking episode of Back to the Future. I am your wildly handsome host, Zach Hilton. And today I have a co-host because my co-host has seen uh, both movies that we will be talking about today with me. And she is the wildly famous, the most definitely immature, the (laughs) awesome... She's not going to throw this podcast for a loop. It's my co-host, Brooke Hilton. How are you doing, Brooke? You know, I saw the last two movies as well, right? What? The last two movies. Yeah, you saw those, but you weren't recording with me. I know. You didn't ask me to. It was 1 a.m. when I recorded them. Do you think you want to record at 1 a.m.? Why would you want to record at 1 a.m.? It was the only time that we have. It's the only time that's ever open. Right now, we are open because... Uh, Little Hilton's come on by, come on by, podcast anytime. Uh, Little Hilton's are gone, Baby Hilton's are gone, Kid Hilton's are gone, Every Hilton's are gone. Okay, the Hiltons from the Hiltons are gone. I hear you. So this I is the opportunity. You want me on your podcast anymore? Oh, hence you not being on the show right now. What's happening? I just felt like you know you needed me for this one, but you just mm-hmm. didn't want me. No, I want you for all of them. Oh, okay. but I'm I'm not throwing that. You know, I don't want to put too much on you right now. Okay. You got a lot on your plate. I do. So I just think this is perfect for you to come in when My you can. My season's about to start. Yeah, your season's about to start. You can't just come willy-nilly. <laughs> Why the hell is this on me? <laughs> it's like a snake. Um, or but earphones. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, welcome to Zach to the Future. If you want to... See, I even um, got cut out of the name. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, I'm not, it's just Zach. <laughs> what is this? Do you this have is a, ridiculous. Do you have a snazzy nope. image? I ain't got time for you. <laughs> okay. Can I continue with sure. my open? Cool. Welcome to Zach to the future. If and you want to re- <laughs> you want to reach us and give us a movie to review, uh, go to Twitter at Zach's Movie Show, or you can go to Facebook, uh, Zach to the future, or you can Gmail us at Zach's Movie Show. That's you how you get an Instagram get. too. Instagram, if you want to go to Instagram, it's podcasting underscore couch. Yes. See how much you need me? <laughs> and even on your last... Are you? Do you realize on what? your last episode, and you even called yourself out, you kept saying, we, you know how badly you need me? <laughs> we. Well, and it was just you. I'm glad you're a steady listener. Oh. <laughs> I'll listen to the hot mess you put out without uh, me. You know what? People like it. You need to shut your mouth, okay? I bet Stop you will get more listens with this one. Because I'm awesome. Um, No, because I'm on it. Uh, anyways, um, the two movies uh, we're reviewing today, old schooly one. Okay, we'll start We'll start with the old schooly one. I didn't even know this was a thing. This upsets me. Well, it's interesting because there's a trailer for a movie that came out called Flatliners. Yes. Um, it's coming out this September, and it stars Ellen Page, and it's about these medical students, and they they die. They're, uh, they're causing themselves uh, to die so they could go see what happens uh, in the afterlife. And then, like, things are happening in the trailer. It's very horror-esque. Like, it well, seems they, like a ghost is coming back to come kill them. Right. Well, the reason they were doing it is because they found that it it opens up their brain yeah. abilities more and, and their capabilities Yes. Um, of being able to do things. Um, because you know they they say you only use a certain percentage of your brain. Correct, Amanda. Uh, you know now, and so they have found a way to tap into right 
more of their brain usage. And and hence they started doing it, and then they're finding some. And now ghost is seemingly uh, ghosts. That's why it seems haunting. Like it now it could the trailer could be throwing us for a loop because they're a just loop tra- loop. yeah they're just trying to get us to go to the theater. I Maybe don't that. know, but because of this, it's pretty much the first time I've seen a reboot where I go. Okay, I mean, you didn't have to reboot this because there's one that existed, which you didn't know existed. I did not. So maybe it's good. And it had uh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts, your girl. So maybe it was good that they rebooted this movie. Um, Let me give you a little background of the original because that's what we're reviewing right now. When did it come out? This came out in 1990. Okay. Uh, It's about four medical students who experiment on near-death experiments or uh, experiences that involve past tragedies until dark consequences begin to jeopardize their lives. That's the IMDb small little info. Okay. Uh, it stars Kiefer Sutherland, Kevin Bacon, as you said, Julia Roberts, William Baldwin, and Oliver Platt. Um, the movie is directed by Joel Schumacher. And I know what you're saying. What's a Joel Schumacher? Uh, Joel Schumacher, he directed... Wait, pause. What is that yeah. from? Um, oh, never mind. It's Tess Mocker. Never mind. I lied. <laughs> That's all I can think of. All right, go ahead. Keep so, going. <laughs> so you just, you picture someone down the hall just going, Joshua Mocker! Yeah. Is that what you hear? Oh, okay, cool. But then I realized it was Tess Mocker. See, I caught myself. Good job. High five. Yes. Um, but Joel Schumacher, <laughs> he directed The Lost Boys in the 80s, which starred Kiefer Sutherland. That's a, uh, a vampire movie. Okay. And then famous, famously directed Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, which are comic book those. movie killers. I've seen those, yep. So it's crazy that he was a kind of dark, gritty director. Yeah. And I see why Warner Brothers was like, oh yeah, we could get him for Batman and we'll get that dark feel of right. Batman. And you didn't. You got bat nipples. But that's for another story. That's for another podcast. So this uh-huh. movie... You know, we start with Kiefer Sutherland, who wants to do this test, and Kevin Bacon, we're following his character a little bit, where he gets kicked out of this medical school because he's doing this, uh, like, emergency procedure on this person. So mm-hmm. they kick him out, um, right. David. So Nelson convinced David to come, hey, do this do this thing for me. Right, because they were, he wasn't an actual doctor, certified right. doctor at this point. right. So um, he's going to go do it. Julia Roberts' character gets involved, Rachel, where she's dealing with some older people about dying and stuff. Right. So she's she doesn't really believe in, you know, what happens after. No, the fact. she believes in a positive. Actually, yeah, she believes in the positive. Kevin Bacon's character doesn't believe in anything. Right. Um, and then there's William Baldwin, who's the sleek, sexy doctor guy, uh-huh. um, and Oliver Platt, who's just there to record it. Yes. So during this, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland goes down, and you see some imagery of like a child getting chased by other children. Right. Um, we go forward, and it kind of seems like laughing, and there's a dog, yeah. and through the field, very kind of dark, but not sure what the hell's going on. Right. Um, then from there, I, I believe uh, Kevin Bacon was the next. No, William Baldwin's character yes. was the next. And his, when he went under and came back, he kept seeing images of women. Yes. Um, And you're not really understanding where that's coming from either, again, because he's happily with a girl who's going to a college somewhere else. Right. Um, And then Kevin Bacon goes. Yes. And Kevin Bacon. uh, On the subway. He's on the subway. At first, it's like he's in the mountains, like traveling through mountains or something like that. 
and then ends up in the subway where he sees this little black girl, uh-huh. you know, making fun of him. All right. Um, and then Julia Roberts finally gets to go, and she sees her dad on the last day that she sees him, basically. Right. Um, and not to really dive deep in spoilers in case if there are people that haven't seen the 1990 Flatliners, right. because I hadn't. Right. Um, this was pretty, I'm pretty much, we just told you the beginning of the movie, but like the images that they're getting, Kevin Bacon doesn't understand why. And he wants to solve why they're getting that. While there are some other characters like protecting it where they didn't tell anybody. They didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to talk about it. Um, so I guess my question for you, did you enjoy the movie itself? I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like. It was, it wasn't like a scary movie. It was more of like, I guess you would say like a thriller type thing where it had like little pops of like, you know, you would jump or be like, oh my gosh, or what's going to happen? And you're trying to kind of solve a few things and, and figure it out. But I thought that it was a very good movie. I thought that, um, you know, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I was very like, oh my, how have I never seen this, let alone known, known about it? Right. Um. I really liked the way they kind of, you know, don't tell things right away. You kind of got to go through the story to find things out. Um, I thought that the the way that they kind of come about ending was a little odd um, because it was like, oh, okay. Okay. You know, I don't want to give any spoilers. Okay, well, we'll actually, at the end of this, like, pre and tell everybody, fast forward, like, five minutes. We'll give it, like, five minutes at the end to, you know, if you don't want to get the spoilers. Um, what did you think of it? I enjoyed it. I, I really did. I love, uh, growing up, like, all these actors, these are the top actors back of that, in that time. time. Yeah. And, like, that. The fact that you got all these guys to not only be in a movie, but in my mind, a horror movie. Right. Is kind of interesting because, like I said, I think Kevin Bacon, Kiefer Sutherland and Julia Roberts were all names in that era um, with like Emilio Estevez, Demi Moore, all these other Brat Pack members. Like these were the like excluded Brat Packs. Um, But I, I thought everybody had good chemistry. I enjoy the imagery that Joel Schumacher was shooting. If I'm right, I think the cinematographer of the movie is Jean DeBont. And like, I completely get why he, yep. Jean DeBont, who's the director of, um, uh, speed. Yeah. He directed, Speed, but he also shot for like die hard, like lethal weapons. And he was, he's the guy who like sets up all the shots and stuff. Right. So I think his, once I saw like the way the camera moved and stuff like that, I was like, I know this guy. Right. Well, what's crazy is cause I was curious as to like, you know, we're talking about that these are major actors and actresses. So I was curious as to where, cause you know, in the beginning I talked about how, I'm a huge Julia Roberts fan. Yeah. Like where this was essentially in her career. Like she did Steel Magnolias in 1989. Mm-hmm, a year before. And then Flatliners in 1990, as well as Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman came out in 1990 as wow. well. Wow. So, I mean, obviously a big year for her. Right. Um, it kinda... And then Hook was the year after that. Oh, really? Yeah, 1991. Wow. So, yeah. like And Sleeping think... with the Enemy. 
I pretty much think this movie is the movie that was like we filmed it before Pretty Woman, and then it's either like, let me see, can you tell me when Pretty Woman actually came out? Pretty Woman came out. Um, where would I like? Because like, it doesn't. It doesn't date. really give a release date. No, it doesn't. That's weird. Oh yeah, March twenty third. Oh, you saw what? That was Pretty Woman. That was Pretty Woman. Okay, and so then this movie came out August. So August. it was after. So this came out after. Yeah. And so it kind of gives me that feeling. I wonder if they filmed this first. They they're getting on the the train of Julia Roberts because I just don't see someone like Julia Roberts being like, okay, I'm gonna come do this movie after Pretty Woman. If that makes sense. Right. Well, I mean, she did steal Magnolias. She was very. Yeah, but she's a, she was a co-star in that movie just as yeah. much as in Flatliners. Like Pretty Woman's when she's a star. So Yeah, because Steel Magnolias was really one of her first. I mean, I know she was a right. co-star, but, you know, more towards the that front. That was her big, big debut. Right. Like, and like I said, Hook a, and then Sleeping with the Enemy were the year after. Yeah. So, I mean, like, in my mind, this movie could have been filmed before Pretty Woman. And then released after because they were like, yeah. oh, this made money. So everybody likes Julia. Right. Um, but her character in this movie is believable. I mean, you could see mm-hmm. her charisma coming off. Kiefer Sutherland has a very like kind of um, like feel throughout his role. And Kevin Bacon does come off like a hero. Yes. Um, I will say that I feel like William Baldwin's character and Oliver Platt's character are side characters that we just put in there for filler yeah um because we needed another experiment and we needed the comedy uh witty guy yeah because they don't really they go don't, into so much yeah they don't play like william baldwin's uh entire arc wraps up fairly quickly right like it's not one of the the top three where right. they they're the whole movie in my eyes absolutely um I would say this movie is good. I think it's worth a watch. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't call it like a classic because that's one of the things about this show is like the, the word classic gets like thrown a lot. Oh, okay. So well, yeah, I no, wouldn't. Well, welcome to the show. Oh. Um, now, you know, when you're on next, you know what's up. So I wouldn't call it classic. I would just no. say it's a fun watch. It's a fun watch. It's a, I think that people should watch it. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, if they're at all intrigued about the the new one coming out. Right. Um, um or even not. If you if you have no interest in the one that one coming out, I still think that this is a this good one's just worth go back and see. Now did we order this one? This one was on Hulu. So if was you got on Hulu, Hulu right okay. now you can watch it. Um so really quick you wanted to go through a spoiler thing and I'm gonna give the next three minutes, which we're at fifteen minutes now. So Okay. If you come back at like 18 minutes, we'll be talking about something new. Right. So three minutes. Spoiler. Um, I just thought that the way that they wrapped it up being like, oh, just go uh, to back to your the, the issue and, and apologize. Then right. everything will be OK. It'll all stop. Everything will be hunky dory. Right. Like, I just thought that, that was really weird. And I mean, I get the fact of going back and realizing like that you affected somebody else's life and the right. things that you you've done. But I just thought it was weird, and maybe it was because they only went back once. Maybe if they went back a second time, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and you could see it being fixed. Like, but I mean, like another issue. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like another issue came up. Because you're telling me there's one moment in your life. Mm-hmm. 
So that's I, the only I thing guess, that I was just like, oh, well, that's I guess, weird. But I mean, it, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't like, right. oh, this destroyed the movie for me. Well, the three mains had three different things. Like, well, no, actually, the three mains, two of them had kind of similar ones. Right. Where one was just like way off, like this guy's dead. Like Julia Roberts' dad's dead. He died of drugs. But, but she like, blamed herself. She blamed herself. But it, her, her her whole thing was needing to see her dad to hug and say everything's okay. It's well, not the your dad fault. was right, right. Yeah. So there's that. But then, like you look at Kevin Bacon, I get why he had to go say sorry because this lady is still alive. Right. So doing that that helps you. But then, with Kiefer Sutherland's with the dead kid, to be honest, that whole stuff like threw me off. I was like, yeah. this really. This is that kind of thing where studios are like, oh, we're putting this dead kid in here because this will get the horror fans in. Right. And that's how that felt. But that this is one of the reasons in my mind why I'm like, it's an okay film. It's decent to watch. Yeah, okay. As yeah. long as, I mean, that, that I think that that was the one that I had. Like, it was just, it was just weird in that sense of just being like, okay, well, you know, or like, oh, I'm going to switch and I'm going to see how he right. felt. Like, right. wait, what? Yeah, no, I get that. I do, I do. Okay, so um, that's the end of spoilers. So if you're back, was that three then. minutes? It's about three minutes. I mean, I said eighteen. Um, so well, when is it now? So that if they want to go back, it's okay. It's, it's seventeen thirty. I was about to say for the next thirty seconds. Are you going to go see the new Flatliners, though? I. It looks scary. Of course it looks scary. Rumor on the street, Kiefer Sutherland's character's in it, so it, I'm kind of interested in the fact that it's not a reboot or a remake. It's more of a reboot. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's maybe interesting. Maybe you did tell me that. Yeah, I did. Oh. So, yep. Okay, so if you listen to the spoilers, it's over. We're, we're going to move on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to the theater. We saw a brand new movie. Um, it is the third in the new uh, Apes trilogy, War for the Planet of the Apes. It's yes. uh, directed by Matt Reeves, uh, which I love Matt Reeves because of his um, Cloverfield movie and all his... Uh, uh, do eggs with um, you know, Joss Whedon stuff. Oh, growing okay. Up. Well, I mean, like he's he's worked on Let Me In. Oh, he's, okay. He's worked on uh, like I said, Cloverfield. <laughs> he was a writer on Felicity. That's so funny. Um, so this movie stars Andy Serkis as Caesar, the uh, the lead ape. Um, and Woody Harrelson, he's the bad guy. Steve's on. I bet you, I bet you know this face, but you know, bad ape. Yeah. That's who played the bad ape. Oh. Yeah, I figured you would know his face. I do know his face. Yeah. Um, So this movie, after the apes suffer um, losses, Caesar wrestles with his darker instincts to begin his own mythic quest to avenge his kind. Now, again, we're not getting into spoilers or anything like that. No spoilers. But, um, and I know you don't remember the first two uh, Planet of the Apes. You told me I've seen them, but. You have. Um, so basically James Franco character is raising this one ape who basically he learns how to talk and, is that um, Caesar? yeah. Oh, okay. And he's a child at this point. Um, and there's this, uh, you know, disease. Actually, I'm not even going to get into it because if you see the new movie, they actually sum up what happens in the previous two movies. Like so with just a little uh, spitfire Yeah, those things. blurbs that come up. So, I mean, like, you know exactly what happened. So, let's just talk about this movie. Okay. What were your thoughts of war? Um, I, I still love how the fact that they are able to, I mean, 
you're talking about yes there's one well two that apes that you know communicate uh with the english language right um but a lot of it is you know their own communication sign language right back and forth so i just love how much they're able to generate feelings in a movie which is solely based really around the apes like yes there's some um you know humans Mm -hmm. and a little bit of interaction with them but i would say a majority is with the the apes and Oh, for sure. And, and everything going on along with it. And it's just spectacular in that sense. And there's plenty of scenes where, you know, like you said, there's a lot of um, hand communication. Right. Where Caesar's the only one talking. Right. But they all understand Caesar when he's right. talking. So it's not like it's thrown to the wayside. It's actually good, uh, good job there. Um, I what I really love about these movies are the mocap acting. Yeah. Like Andy Serkis as Caesar. Phenomenal. I, I mean, I, and my friend Jim, Jim Zayas, he even told me once he saw it, like the only text he sent was, you will not see better emotions used in any like human movie. Right. Like, and, th- and that's how I felt coming out. Like, I, I've seen both other movies. I don't see them multiple times. Like these are, the, to me, this franchise is the kind of franchise where it's like, I want to see in theater. And I do remember the movies, but I'm not owning them on Blu-ray, obviously. Right, right. But I do enjoy them. Um, but I was, I was in. I remember everything that's happened. So, getting the the emotional beats in this movie, they got me every single time. Uh-huh. And I felt for Caesar every single time. And I've just, I, I think Andy Circus, and I've been hard pressed where it's like, I wouldn't say he needs an Academy Award, but I'm not going to lie. You, there is, to me, there is talk if you wanted to nominate him for an award with the way he portrays this character, Caesar. I, compl- I would completely understand that. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that he's able to, you know, get across on screen based on his, you know, demeanor his facial expressions everything that you feel as an audience right. absolutely would you think of woody harrelson the colonel um i think he portrayed the character that he was supposed to mm-hmm. very well like i thought that mm-hmm. he was crazy yeah no he was definitely a crazy bad guy yes and what i really loved is because i feel like there's a lot of actors where if you say hey you're playing this crazy colonel they do some kind of cartoony, you're going to remember my performance. Right. You know what I mean? Where I feel like... There was a lot of times that he was just standing there, kind Mm -hmm. of staring, and you were like, oh shit, what the heck is he going to do? Very intense. Like, yes. Like, he he definitely has an appearance. Right. Um, Do you think... The only... This is my only, like, true... I, I wouldn't even say gripe. This is my only thing about it. I do feel like the movie itself was long but also like i wanted more action i get that the movie was called war for the planet of the apes and Uh, i feel like there wasn't really like there's not a war like i don't feel spoilers like i don't feel like there's ever a part besides the beginning where you go okay it's apes versus man yeah i can see that where that to me is is what I was 
going in for it. And not to say that I got a bad movie. No. But I did look forward to seeing... Well, the way that it was portrayed is not, I don't think, the way that it came across Yeah, it was apes versus humans as trailers and posters. Right. Where instead we have... And and like I said, I love the idea of Caesar battling his inside, trying trying to be the leader that he's been trying to be for the past three movies. And... You know, saving his kind. Right. Um, ultimate- and what does that mean? How right. how can I be a leader? How can I right be successful? And what is success? Um, I think I think they pulled off what they were going for. I'm not quite sure if you're going to move into a new set of trilogies with characters, um, or does it just pick up right after, or pick up right at Planet of the Apes, the original? So I'm not I'm not I'm not going to baby driver this where I'm like, oh, don't do a sequel because I think you guys just did that perfectly. Right. Um, but I will say you're you're gonna have to bring me some differences because I feel like Dawn and War have a lot of similarities of being the same movie. Okay. So I don't want a rehash. How about you? Would you see a sequel? Um yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I'm more of like, okay, I wouldn't mind seeing this in theater. I don't necessarily want to say like, oh, I want to own it. Right. But I definitely think it's something we're seeing. I, and it, when I say when I want to own something, I want to own something because I could see myself watching it multiple times. It. Not yeah. just like, oh, one or twice. Right. I could pop this in and watch it multiple times. Oh, for sure. For sure. And this is one of those movies that it you know you get you as a viewer you get a lot of feelings yeah um and those feelings are based off of what's happening in that movie at that time right um you know and i don't know if i would achieve those feelings again because based on you know even when i see movies that i've seen multiple times like those movies that I end up buying, I have those feelings again. Right. Right. They, they always, Harry Potter still gets me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I I say go to theater to see this bad boy because it's definitely one of those summer blockbusters that you're like, okay, I'm getting my money's worth. Like after seeing it, it like solidified the summer for me because I felt like there was a couple, like I didn't see pirates. I'm not seeing transformers. So I was like, am I missing out on summer movies? And then I was like, Nope. Good but movie. I would like to throw out there, um, Zach and I came across that some movie theaters do like, you know, matinee prices, but they also, some do first showing yeah. prices and uh, we got a really good deal. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say who just so right. you don't blow up my spot, but I paid eight bucks for two tickets. Yep. That's all I'm saying there. Uh, before we go, I, I would like to uh, recognize... Uh, How amazing I am. Thank yes. you. Yes, okay. Now it's going to get a little awkward. So we had two deaths in Hollywood oh, uh, yesterday. Yeah, awkward. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, George A. Romero uh, passed away, and I swear to God, not like two hours, there was, um, there was uh, a headline that Martin Landau died. And... Um, I know, I know you don't like zombie movies and stuff like that, but George A. Romero was the the guy who started it all. I mean, with right. Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, uh, even Land of the Dead. I like that movie a whole lot. Um, 
and he did Diary of the Dead. He just he 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 made what that genre is today. Like you don't get Walking Dead without that movie. You don't get Shaun of the Dead without that movie. Uh, any of his movies. Mm-hmm. So I you know I'd like to give a you know a little shout out to him on that. Um, I don't think you've seen any of those movies. Maybe Ned, you haven't seen any of his movies. Nope, I don't so think so. It's nothing to you. <laughs> um, well, not my cup of tea. Nothing. Uh, and then Martin Landau. I mean. Martin Landau, he was a character actor from, I mean, ages ago. Oh, okay. But, like, he was in Tim Burton's Ed Wood. He was in the original Mission Impossible show. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, the man had a career. And those are, those are the two things that always stick out to me. Um, and I just, you, you know, there's a lot of fans out there of both these men that lost somebody great to them right that influenced them yeah so i just wanted to give a quick shout out you know rest in peace rest in peace right all that but uh brooke thank you for coming on yeah to this show of course did you have fun i i i had fun good good you know i would have had a blast Mm -hmm. you know if my name was in the show, but whatever. I understand. But, you know, Zach and Brooke to the future, that doesn't, like, ring off the tongue there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, maybe by the way, maybe I got, I'll come by once in a while. Okay, good, because I want you to come by. And real quick before we go, I want you people to understand, when I saw War of the Planet of the Apes, like, I bawled a few times. Like, I cried like a baby. And oh I looked gosh. at Brooke, like, a couple of times. And she didn't. And this is coming from the same woman this past Thursday watched Smurfs A Lost Village and cried like a baby. How do you feel about that? How does it feel that there was an emotional movie that really got into your soul and you didn't shed a tear? You are full of it. And then you watch Smurfs A Lost Village. You're full of it. That's all I'm going to say. Whatever. Ladies and gentlemen. It. You want to listen to any of these shows? Go to podcasting. Did you actually see me pod- cry during yeah. Smurfs? I could have been asleep. I don't know. Exactly. But so you this said is you why cried. I'm saying, you're just you said you nonsense. cried. Nonsense. <laughs> go to podcastingcouch.podbean.com to listen to all our episodes. Fake news. Go to uh, Zach's Movie Show on Twitter, uh, Zach to the Future on Facebook, and if you want to give us a Gmail, Zach's Movie Show at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram, as Brooke pointed out earlier, podcasting underscore couch. That's our username. And uh, Brooke, once again, thank you for coming. Anytime. I'll leave. Anytime. I'll let you. I'll let you sign us out. Go ahead. Go for it. No, it's not my show.